Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, guys. Hope you guys are doing well. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you all live on this fabulous Thursday evening. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move around in my vehicle a little bit. Maybe I can get some place where I don't have quite so much glare. Sorry about that. Uh, we're out and about in the world, um, actually getting some new glasses today, so that's always a lot of fun, right? <laughs> hey, Mimi, it's so good to see you. Uh, I wish you were here giving me a little fashionista advice so I could make sure and pick out some good-looking glasses. I'm really having a hard time figuring out where the lighting should be. I think that'll work out all right. So, uh, again, let me just mention that Big Papa has been taking a little bit of a break. Um, he should be back next week. I am glad that uh, we are in a, a position in life where he can take a break and just enjoy the people in his world. I know that he's still working, doing different things, and I know that um, if I need anything or if there's an urgent issue with the Post Institute, he is always a phone call away. So I know he misses, uh, that he's thinking about us, and I know many people have mentioned missing him, but he'll be back, he'll be back, he'll be back. I know, I'm just, a, I'm just a second, but that's all right. I'll take what I can get. So anyway, I wanted to come on today and just do a little daily dose, and I wanted to talk about, oh gosh, I have so many different ideas in my mind. That is sometimes a problem. Um, let's just talk about a few things. Let's talk about one, a couple of concepts, and I, I think I touched on it yesterday, just um, talking about... Um, how our perspective, the perspective of, of us as parents can make such a big deal, such a big difference in how something, how we understand what it is that's going on. And I shared a couple of stories about times that I missed it, you know, uh, I missed, I missed what the message was that my child was sharing because I didn't, I wasn't plugged into where it was coming from, you know. And so, um, kind of to dovetail right in on that idea is, uh, I remember when I was in college, I had an, I had several really amazing professors. Hey, Amy, hope you guys are doing well. I had several ma amazing professors, uh, but one in particular, Dr. Rob Doan. And I had the great benefit of not only being in his classes, but also um, I got to do sort of an extra there was an extra study group that if you were really interested in a particular model of therapy, you could sign up for. And man, it was a, just an incredible learning experience. I'm so fortunate to have had that. Um, but one of the things there's, a, there's actually, there's several terms, several little phrases actually that both Brian and I use that come directly from him. One is the assignment of negative intention. The assignment of negative intention. Think about that. How often, how often do we have that happen to us and how often do we do that to other people where we assign negative intentions to their actions without really knowing the heart? And what I realize is, one, that comes from a lot of different places. Part of that comes from our own, just our own brain filter things that we've experienced in our lives. And so then our own subconscious says, when somebody does X, Y, Z, they are doing something negative to me. They are intentionally 
doing something negative to me the assignment of negative intentions and how often do we do that to others hey Carrie nice to have you on today where somebody does something and when our in when our behavior then is assigned a negative intention you do something and then somebody perceives it as if you were intentionally trying to be hurtful to them and I will tell you what that is such a big deal um, and it comes out of our own perception. It comes out of our own stress. So uh, we're more likely to perceive people as doing things with a negative intent to us and to do it intentionally. We perceive that from that lens more often when we are stressed out and overwhelmed. So once again, our self-care makes a pretty big difference, doesn't it? Our self-care can make a difference in whether or not we perceive somebody doing something intentionally to us negatively or whether we can expand our understanding and perceive it differently. But I'll tell you, on the internet and in text, I find that to be something that happens so often. You know, what is that? People say so many times that texting is a good way to have a good misunderstanding because you can't always understand the intent of someone's heart through a typed word. Um, on the internet, on Facebook, on Instagram, you might have a picture that you're sharing and above it, it may have like a, a caption or a comment about the picture that's very different from the picture but people will be scrolling and they'll just see the picture and then they'll fire off a comment that's like whoa wounding you know like wow you completely didn't see what it was I was trying to say you know and so just to know how frequently that happens and how easily our lid our lids our kids lids can be completely flipped and I think especially now thinking about well okay so we're doing a lot of people are doing school online we're doing a lot of things uh, with our electronics that we haven't done before or just becoming more and more familiar with them and um, just realizing that we all need to take a big old breath <sighs> and that experience of you're going through your phone right you're looking at Facebook and what it does to your brain is incredible because one minute you're looking at something that's uplifting the next minute you're looking at something that's making you very sad the next minute you're looking at something that's making you really angry and if we're not careful and we're not aware our phone life will have will will just immediately transcend into our reality life um, so with that note in mind, it's also really helpful to check in with your kids, your spouses, your friends, whoever you're spending time in real time with. And it's okay to say what's going on in your phone world. And if you are having a conversation on your phone and your children are with you, one, you have to understand that they realize you're not paying attention to them. So there's that piece. Just like when they're on their phones texting with somebody, they're not paying attention to what you're saying. Their brains are all focused into it. If you could just see me with my little thumbs over here, but you can't. <laughs> I'm just like, thumb, 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 thumb. Because you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm just telling you about my experiences that I also see everybody else having the same kinds of experiences, right? And so just one, 
realizing that what happens in your phone world affects you emotionally. It affects your temperament. It affects your energy. So sometimes we as adults, we need to set the standard. We need to be the role model of putting these things down and taking care of the people who are right in front of us and knowing that we can come back later. And if we're in the middle of a conversation, it's okay, on our phone, it's okay to text to that person, hey, I'll be back with you later. I need to take care of XYZ. Because if we don't, we are being, we are putting ourselves in a position where it's like a crisis lifestyle, like everything becomes a crisis because we feel like every different thing is just calling for our attention. Ding, the Zoom meeting's on. Beep, beep, my phone's ringing. Eh, my kids need me. You know, it's just too much. And so we need to take control of how we are in communication. We don't always have to be at the fingertips of everybody who thinks they need to talk with us. And in the same regard, adult to adult, you know, if you have people in your world who don't understand that, then there's some education that needs to happen. If you have people in your world, adult to adult, that you can't say, hey, listen, I need to take care of my kids. I'll catch you later if they get offended or if they get offended because you didn't text back within an hour, they may not understand parent life because in parent life, there are other people who take priority and they are the littles. They need us. They need us to be there to teach them, to guide them, to be their role models. They need us to be providers. They need us to be protectors. And sometimes, the, sometimes being a protector is being the role model who says, we're gonna put our phones down. You know, there's a, a meme I saw not too long ago where the little, the little toddler sitting at the table was holding a cracker like we hold our phones. You know, they're watching everything we do. Uh, sometimes I think that they were like, man, I wish I was a phone because then you'd be paying attention to me all the time. So, um, negative intention. <sighs> That's where we started. Just a quick little recap of understanding that, you know, we have a lot of demands on us, a lot of different things trying to get our attention. When we are stressed out and overwhelmed, when we're not in our best of self-care or nutrition, our socialization, what we're feeding our brains, what we're reading, what we're looking at, what we're listening to. Make sure we get our rest so that we're at our best. So then our window of tolerance is at its optimum, right? And so then when it's at its optimum, we have a better chance of viewing people in a more positive light. When we're stressed out and overwhelmed, we are more likely to assign negative intent Instead of seeing our child as struggling, we will experience feeling victimized by their behavior. The assignment of negative intention. They're just doing that to get on my nerves. They're just doing that to make me mad. That may not necessarily be true. So, um, I know Brian has his, you know, in any given moment, we have two choices. We can take one, two, three, ten deep breaths, and we can choose love, or we can continue to act out of our same blueprints, our same imprints, the same dominant story of the world, and act out of fear. I want to encourage you guys every night to take time after you've decompressed from the day, 
after you've noticed the most negative behavior and you've traced it back A through Z to kind of understand what the trigger was to then step back again and take something positive from your day. Something that brought you joy. Maybe it was just a moment of hearing your kids laugh. Maybe a shared look between you and your partner that reminds you that, yeah, they're crazy, but don't you love this crazy, messy life? Take those moments to bed with you. Blow those moments up. Notice every detail of them. You know, just like we know that visual imagery works for professional athletes, it works for us too. Visualizing us as being our best version of ourselves, interacting with our kids, building loving relationships, working through those hard moments. Put those images in our minds. You're good enough. You guys are amazing parents. And I honestly have so much appreciation because I know how hard you work day in and day out to... Um, to create healing, to create joy, and to build love in your family. Much love to you guys. Take care.